Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. I just knew there was more in me, um, but I just was chasing my freedom. And so the funny thing is, you know, I've spent 20 years helping people explore franchise opportunities, but I've always said to every candidate, I am not selling franchising. I am selling freedom. The franchise is just the way to the freedom, personal, professional, and financial freedom. That's what we're going to define. Hey, Runner Nation, have you thought about starting your own business, but you don't know what to start your business in? Well, this is the episode for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast that shares positive stories and practical tools to help pull you out of your rut into a life worth living. I'm your host, Jerry, and in this episode, we're going to be joined by entrepreneur and franchise coach, Kim Daly. She's the host of the show, The Daily Coach, and she's also the author of the book, Franchising Freedom. 15 franchisers and franchising experts share their best thinking and proven strategies for successfully franchising a business. So what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about franchising, yes, but really we're going to look at things like what are the fears people have about starting their own business? What are the benefits of going into business for yourself? And then is now the right time? If we're talking recession, it was recession. Wow. Recession did not want to come out of my mouth. It's like it's a bad word or something, right? Uh, but if we're facing a recession or any down market, is now the right time to start a business? We'll also talk about scalability and all those good things. So sit back and relax, bust out a notepad, get a pencil or pen, and start taking some notes as I have this conversation with Kim Daly, the Daily Coach. Here we go. All right. Hey, Kim, thanks for calling in from the Massachusetts area. You said you were close to Boston, right? Yes, sir, Jerry. I actually live in southern New Hampshire, about 45 minutes north of Boston. Ah, okay. There we go. New Hampshire. I got it. New Hampshire. <laughs> a good army of buddies. It's of wicked mine. awesome. Wicked awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, a good buddy of mine from the army, he was my battle buddy when we went to Iraq, uh, is from New Hampshire. I forget which town, but he used to say wicked awesome all the time. And uh, <laughs> like he didn't have a thick accent, but we always just assumed because he's from New Hampshire, he had to say New Hampshire. And he's like, we don't all talk like that. Stop it. But Thank anyway. gosh we don't. It's so cringy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody thinks that people from Texas have cowboy hats and six shooters. And I'm like, I don't even have a hunting license, guys, or a fishing license, or own a truck. So, yeah, they're going to take my Texas card away from me. Um, but You're not a real Texan. <laughs> I know. I was imported from California. <laughs> they know. They know. Uh, oh, but uh, yeah, we got you on the show. We connected through uh, Interview Valet. Uh, uh, Karen Schwab uh, had tried to get you on the show before. The timing didn't work out. But here you are. And uh, you've got a business called The Daily Coach and your own YouTube channel. Is that correct? I do. I am a franchise consultant. Yep. So yes. I've spent 20 years helping people explore franchise opportunities. People who are stuck in a rut, Jerry. Yes. <laughs> who are looking for options beyond corporate America or veterans who are looking for their next hurrah or even investors who are just, you know, like, Right now, the landscape we're in right now, then the real estate market is tough. So a lot of real estate investors are looking for diversification and they're thinking about franchising. So oh, wow. I work with all of those kinds wow. of people. Wow. And if any of this is starting to sound familiar to you folks, uh, 
you, you may have heard an episode very recently uh, with a guy named Irving, who was uh, a key person in the whole Got Milk campaign, uh, got tired of marketing in corporate America and branched out, got his own franchise uh, with Cycle, Cycle Bar. Anyway, he talks about a consultant who helped him navigate what was out there, what was available. How do I get this? This is the lady who was the consultant who helped Irving get that. And uh, so everything that you heard Irving do, that kickstart came from Kim. And uh, I didn't know that until right before we recorded, uh, but it was just really neat. We were chatting and, and uh, I was asking her if she happened to know Irving. She's like, I helped him. And, and like she, all the consultants in the world, right? That yeah. you have the two of us together. I mean, that is a, that's not a coincidence, Jerry. <laughs> you started off in entrepreneurship at a young age at 25 years old. Yeah, I never really got stuck in a rotten corporate America because I hated it from day one. Jerry. <laughs> day one. <laughs> <laughs> so I I had one job out of college for three years. It was actually in a franchise con- uh, for a franchise consulting company, not the one I'm part of today. And and even, you know, in this environment of franchising where every day you're watching people live their own dreams, they're they're they're, you know, helping each other because franchising as business owners, it's very collaborative. We work together, not against each other. And I loved the industry. But here I was working for somebody else and I just couldn't stand it. So after three years, I figured a way to get out. I started my first company. I was 25 years old and I literally have never looked back. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'd say since I was 40 years old, I am completely unemployable. Although when I <laughs> said that to my dad, he laughed so hard. I thought he was going to bust his gut. And he was like, Kimberly, since you were two years old, you've been unemployable. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently I've always been the boss of myself. <laughs> nice. Nice. And, and so that's what your dad meant. It was like you had that sense of independence and, I would say even visionary, like you had an idea of who you wanted to be, the kind of work you wanted to do. I'm going to go do that and the courage to go do it. And I think a lot of folks kind of hold themselves back from some from branching out, whether it's starting their own business or writing a book or writing that that demo tape, demo tape. Uh, (laughs) Go past that. Go past that. Uh, And so what, what would you say are some of the qualities that have helped you be successful as an entrepreneur? You know what it really was, Jerry? It was. So I'm a freedom junkie. And I like I my quality of life is, has dominated every choice I've ever made in my life. And from the time I was little, like even where I went to college and my dorm situation, like every choice I've made looking back has all been about like, I know that env- the environment that I need to be in to feel productive to feel like successful. And I'm, I'm just not, I'm not apologetic about it. And so really that's what it was. I, when I was working for somebody else, I love to work out. And the idea that like, I had to sit in a chair like all day long and like, I couldn't just like take lunch and that included going to the gym. Like I, I know people like me roll their eyes and be like, but, but for me, it was just, it was just, I'm, I'm over it. I can't do this. I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. And so really that's what pushed me. Um, the pain of feeling like I had to show my face in an office in order to get a job done. Now, once I became a top producing salesperson for that company, the president really did give me a lot of leeway. So there is that like if, when you become a top producer in anything, people will be like, OK, you know, there's they'll make concessions for you because they don't want you to leave. Yeah. But even after that, I just I just knew there was more in me. 
Um, but I just was chasing my freedom. And so the funny thing is, you know, I've spent 20 years helping people explore franchise opportunities, but I've always said to every candidate, I am not selling franchising. I am selling freedom. The franchise is just the way to the freedom, personal, professional, and financial freedom. That's what we're going to define. Then I'm going to bring some options to people and then help coach you on how to set up your life and think about your life and create real, big, clear, specific goals that can drive you to saying yes to the idea of owning a business when there's so much head trash and, you know, and noise around you from family and friends and, and then your own internal noise, your own fear that kind of says, you know, am I really going to do this? I should just keep doing what I know. Cause it's, cause it's safe. Mm -hmm. So I've spent 20 years literally helping people find that freedom that I knew after three years I had to have. Yeah. And one of the things uh, that I learned from Irving that surprised me was that oftentimes when you hear franchise, you think it's a fast food business. I have to get into the trenches and be a manager now of a business I'm supposed to own. So do I really own it or did I just buy my own job? And having that conversation with him, it turns out it's so much more than that. And so – what are the types of franchises that are out there, uh, especially for those listening in who didn't listen to Irving give that talk? They're like, oh, I got to go listen to this later. Uh, so I guess giving them a heads yeah. up, like that little refresher, like what are the different types of franchises out there that we could get into? Well, franchising covers about 80 different industries. At any one time, there's more than three or 4,000 franchise opportunities on the market. So I don't even know how people begin without somebody like myself who, you know, has knowledge and relationships and an understanding when you invest in a franchise, what are you actually buying? Because Jerry, a lot of times when people think about investing in a franchise, they think about what they know or they think about what they would enjoy owning. Like, oh, I love to eat that ice cream. So I'm going to open that, you know, cold. Old Stone Creamery. So in my 20 years, those are the of experience, those are not the right ways to invest in a franchise that lead to the real wealth, the happily ever after, if you will. So my whole thing with people is kind of unwinding that and really asking them, what do you want to achieve? I'm more concerned about your future. What are you envisioning? What is the quality of life you're striving for? You know, um, do you, are you building something you want to get your kids, kids involved in? What kind of money do you want to make? So once we've identified sort of where you want to end up, then I can bring back the specific types of options that align with those goals. Because again, the business is just the pass-through vehicle that's getting you to that outcome. So to answer the question, I mean, there are franchises in every type of business. So people will often ask me, Kim, what's your favorite franchise, right? I'm like, <laughs> I don't really have a favorite franchise, but I have favorite characteristics, I love low fixed costs. I love businesses that don't keep people up at night wondering, how am I going to cover $35,000 a month in fixed, in fixed costs? So that doesn't mean I'm against brick and mortar, which are typically the ones that have higher fixed costs. It just means that if you're going to have brick and mortar, I personally like a business with brick and mortar that's wrapped in a membership. So the revenue is coming in in a predictable, scalable way where you can control your fixed costs against your membership. So once you get to your break-even membership, you know that, okay, 
I all of my monthly expenses are paid and any way that I grow beyond that now is my bonus. You know, that's where I start earning money. So I love low fixed costs. I love controllable fixed costs. I love um, businesses that give owners freedom and flexibility. I love putting owners in as CEOs, not in on the ground floor where they're doing the actual job. Because listen, Jerry, most of the time we're trying to leave corporate America to go start a business um, and so why go like trade your time for money from one job to go trade your time for money in another in, a, in, a, in another job called your business? Just right. You want to set yourself up to where it's not your time for money, where you're leveraged through people and systems and technology and branding and maybe a location. Right. That's what a franchise affords, the opportunity for the average person with no prior experience owning a business, even no experience in the particular industry that you're investing in. We don't need you to be a widget master. We need you to be a business owner with operational skills or management or leadership skills or sales skills, whatever the basic skill is that the owner is, needs to employ in order to make that business successful. That's what I need you to bring to the table. The rest of it you can be trained on, and then you're buying down the learning curve of starting a business. You're also mitigating the startup risks, right? Because we all know that like 90% of startup businesses fail, but that's not a statistic that's owned in franchising because you're partnering yourself with people who've already modeled out a business. And so they're coming, they're, they're bringing that, you know, the customer avatar and the proven marketing, and they're telling you how, ma how many marketing dollars you're gonna have to spend to build a positively cash flowing business and setting your expectation for about how long that's gonna take. So you're not, you know, an, as an entrepreneur out there, you know, making stuff up as you go and wondering if what you're even doing is leading you anywhere good, right? Yeah. Over here, we're not creating anything. In a franchise, you're following the path that's already been set before you. It's already been blazed and you're being trained and you're being coached and you have you have all kinds of support and then technology to help you manage the efficiencies of your business, help you manage your database, help you, you know, everything. Everything has been figured out for you and then you just get to start making money with those systems from day one. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more within just minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting is not hard when you have the right partners. 
and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters like myself already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Sign up today using my link, beyondtherut.com slash buzzsprout, and that lets Buzzsprout note that I sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for one of their paid plans, and helps support my show. With that said, let's get back to my show. Here we go. The analogy that popped in my head just now was like, uh, it, it took me back to high school. I don't know how or why, but it took me there uh, because I was the kid that, you know, in science class you wanted to sit next to because I was too nice to not help you learn the concepts. Wouldn't always give you the answer, but uh, like you could be that person or you could be a franchisee and be the person sitting next to me that says, hey, how'd you get that answer? Now, does the business necessarily have to fit what you do for a living? Like I... I have a corporate training and development background. Um, if I go into franchising and, and getting a business that's a franchise of another business, does it have to be in the training and development space? No, but imagine the manager that you would be for the teams that you were creating. Like I would take your skill set and apply that to a business. Unless you told me you didn't want to manage people, I would say, Jerry, let's find you a business where your skill is training and coaching and developing teams of people where you're going to be leveraged through teams of people. So when I'm when I'm asking questions of my candidates, first, what I'm going to do is be educating you. So when we think about how wealth is created, if you're a real estate investor, wealth Wealth is created through the scale of owning multiple rental properties, right? Mm -hmm. Multiple doors, multiple roofs, whatever they say. Well, in franchising, the same is true. The wealth is created through the scale. But there are three different ways that we can scale a franchise business. So the first way is with humans. So that might be a sweet spot for you. That's the cheapest way financially, but the more time-consuming way, right? Money and time in a business are always inversely related. The second way we can scale a business is using trucks or equipment. So, for example, think of like a 1-800-GOT-JUNK. That's a franchise, right? So you're looking at revenue per truck. How much revenue can one truck generate for you? And then you're going to be scaling out multiple trucks over time. And then the third way that you can scale revenue in a franchise is, of course, with the brick and mortar location. So the brick and mortar location is what everybody naturally gravitates to. It's all the food and retail. But as one of America's top franchise consultants, Jerry, you said it before, I very rarely ever show food. You have to beg me to show you food. Why? Well, food among all SBA loans, food SBA loans have the highest failure rate. So Oof. there's that. Yeah. But but more important, it goes back to what I've already said, that a food-based business has uncontrolled costs, right? You For every sandwich you put out the door, you have the bread, the human, the cost of the bread, the, the cost of the meat, and the cost of the human to assemble that sandwich. So you can never escape those costs. Let's compare that like Subway, if you will, a Subway shop or Jersey Mike's to a little yoga studio where it's a boutique studio, 1,500 square feet. And let's say that in 1,500 square feet, your, your fixed expenses are around 20 grand a month. That's your rent, your, your insurance, your um, whatever, your rent, your utilities, and your, and your insurance. And now let's say that you can cover those fixed costs with about 200 members. So before you even open the doors to your yoga studio, what are you doing? You're signing people up, right? Yeah. Every gym starts with pre-grand opening membership drive, right? <laughs> Be a founding father. You get a you get an early bird rate. So you you could open your doors in theory with your 20 grand a month. 
So you're sleeping peacefully at night. But here's the greatest part of that conversation. What happens when you get to 300, 500, 800 members? What happens is your bottom line that maybe started out at 10% grows to 20 or 30 or even bigger. So on a million dollars in top line revenue, maybe you're bringing home 200, 300 or $400,000. Well, let's compare that to that the P&L of a food business. So because you cannot escape the expenses, if you're at a 10% net margin, then you're at a 10%. So on a million dollars in top line revenue, a million dollars in chicken wings, you're taking home 100,000. Yeah. Versus over here in yoga, the more memberships you sell, the more you retain, the bigger that bottom line can grow. Oh, yeah. And there's uh, no need to think about like for those who get paid hourly, for example, like if how do you make more money at your job that is an hourly income? You got to do overtime. And so now you got to trade hours to get that extra income. Um, if you're somebody who's on a, a, a set salary, there is no making extra income. You go find another job that pays more. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. I know. It. That, that's <laughs> never so been your funny. life. Your professional life has never been that, <laughs> except for those three but years in the, the very beginning. On the other side, Jerry, I've always been 100% like basically commission, if you will. I've always been in a, a role where the more that I the types of the type of business I'm in, um, doesn't have the leverage of a staff of people or, right. But that's what I chose. Yeah. I love it. I was, I was born to do this type of work, but it's not the right type of business for a lot of people. And, and in actuality, if I was starting a business today, I wouldn't invest in the same business I started 20 years ago when I was younger, simply because I'm smarter now, but I got in, I started building it. I created something absolutely magical. It would be silly for me to, to leave now. Right. Yeah. But for someone coming to me, unless they said, I really want to be a center of influence, I want to be, you know, build a business around me, I wouldn't actually lead somebody to my type of business because I want you to be leveraged through people and systems and tools and technology so that over time, yes, you may start out 30 or 40 full-time hours in your business, but over time you can scale back to 20 and maybe even 10 and Jerry, there are some businesses that allow owners to start out in that more semi-absentee role. Those are called semi-absentee investments. And that probably starts around 15 to 20 hours a week in the beginning for the owner. Then once you know you've got all the right people in place, so they're going to be working in the business, you're going to be working on the business, then you can step back to that 10 to 15 hours. People say, how long does that take? Well, it depends on your leadership style, you know, yeah. and really it depends on your ability to leave it alone because when it's your money and it's your future, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a little hard to like surrender the control to the people. That's why it's a time. The timing thing is a little bit different for every semi-absentee owner. Yeah. I've found leaders who also struggle with that kind of delegation, even when it's not their own money. Uh, and so it's that ability though, to let go, to trust that you've got a system in place, You've got the right people in place. Um, you know what you're selling. You know what you're offering. You know what you're worth. And I think when all those come together and you have that faith that it's going to work, uh, and you, you know, of course, you inspect. You, you get what you inspect. So you do have to have some sort of inspection going on. But yeah, I like what you're saying that if you're able to not micromanage it in a sense, then its chances of survival and and thriving go way up. Uh, and if you're worried about being that owner, I mean, there are businesses that don't require lots of people. Like, for example, a laundromat is a franchise investment. So 
I mean, you, yes, a lot, even a laundromat typically has a couple of part-time employees. They have an attendant on duty every hour it's open. And sometimes there's a, um, a drop and go, so, you know, drop like kind of like a dry cleaner where you can drop your clothes in the morning. They'll be laundered for you and you can pick them up later yeah. in the day. So you have a couple of people, but let's be real. A laundromat investment is probably by an owner on average about five hours a week. And most of that is collecting coins and taking the wheelbarrows of money to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading a book called uh, Called to Create, and the author was talking about a laundromat as one of his examples. Uh, it it was a really neat take. I mean, but yeah, the idea of like they're they're just they're they're like change machines in a way. It's just nonstop coins being dropped right. in. And uh, everybody has laundry. Laundry. Right? If, if, if a recession is on your mind and you're worried about that, listen, laundry is you can't go wrong. Right. People have to do their laundry. So. Yeah. And then adding the service component of, you know, if you don't have the time to do it yourself, we'll pick it up for you or you can drop it off. We'll we'll wash it, press it, fold it, whatever. Different tiers of service, all that good stuff. Uh, I love that. And now uh, now we've we've talked up franchising. We've talked up the the freedom that comes with it. If you follow the systems and you take that leap of faith, uh, but then you follow up with you know inspecting and checking in and building the right teams and all that stuff. Somebody might still have some fear out there, like you know, is, there's a recession going on. Is there a recession going on? Uh, how do I recession proof my business? Uh, but also other fears, like is this the right time to start a franchise? So how do how what are some of the common fears people have? I guess is the question I want to ask. And then how do they overcome that fear? How can they help themselves overcome that fear? Okay, such great questions. And really, this is really why I have a job, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, I didn't say this, but my services are free. The reason the franchise, and it's free for you, the candidate, because the franchisors pay me like a recruiter, if you will. So they pay my consulting fee at the end of the process if we make a match successfully. So the reason they do that, it's not just to help, you know, them find good quality leads, but it's to help manage the mindset of the candidates and, and, and literally my ability to help you overcome your own fears. Cause every single person I work with, I don't care if your net worth is 50,000 or 5 million, right? People have different concerns, but they're all the same. And I've been doing this for 20 years. It's the value that I bring, not just the relationships, the knowledge of what a franchise is and how to make a good investment decision and and finance your business and all that. But what I additionally bring is the back-end coaching for to setting your expectations and your mindset and coaching you through the limiting beliefs that we all have. Limiting beliefs like, well, this works in that market, but it's not going to work in my market total limiting belief in almost all cases, or um, I'm not qualified to own this. I I don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. Again, another very limiting belief. Um, So there's so much of that, but to the questions around the economy. So there's, there's a couple of ways I'll answer that question, Jerry. First, when you are in a business in a franchise, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. So we're not buying brands. We're not even buying systems. Ultimately what we're buying is a relationship. When when you're working with me, I'm going to lift your eyes from the widget, from the company to the people. I want you to find people that have enough of a track record in to, to make you feel like they are successful, have a big vision for the future, have a financial capability to build a brand because it costs money to make money, even in a franchise, 
right? And have a culture that inspires you. That's what I want so that you can feel like you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. So you don't have to be figuring out how to adapt and overcome and change regardless of a recession though you as a business, you have to adapt and overcome and change on an ongoing basis, right? A business is not a one and done. It's dynamic. The market is changing. The consumer trends are tra changing. The, the competition is changing. So you have to stay up on that. Find people that inspire you. Find people that were in business in the last recession, right? So if you're worried about it, find a company that started, you know, started a franchising in 2008. Mm -hmm. In fact, on my YouTube channel, I had this idea a few weeks ago. I've been interviewing people. I reached out to some of my more legacy franchisors and said, hey, send me some franchisees who were brave and started their franchise back in 2008 or 2009, who are still in business today and who will you know, live to tell the tale. But <laughs> beyond that, what I would say, Jerry, is look, if you are in a place in your life where you are ready for freedom and control, then just now is the time. Because if you're going to be a business owner, you cannot control the economy. So you got to let go of needing to control the economy or you'll never dare to do it. Yeah. So if you if you jump in in a quote recession and your business is a little harder than it will be when times get good, okay, so you build some really good muscle. And when it eases up, guess what? You're that much stronger. But if, if a recession, or I shouldn't say if, when a recession happens again, you're not worried about it. You're like, been there, done that. Like those of us who were in business in the pandemic, we're like, it might only be once in a lifetime, but hey, we did it. We survived. We could do it again, you know? Yeah. So that's really the greater thing. It's like, you've got to go internal and say, what are the goals for my life? And if it's freedom of business ownership, you can't let the economy or a president or the competition or your family and friends who are telling you, don't do it. You're crazy. You can't let any of that stop you or you'll never do anything. Now, if we've gotten somebody fired up right now and they're like, okay, where do I get in touch with Kim? How do they get connected with you for that initial call? Love it. So as I mentioned, my services are free. What I would do from here, Jerry, is I would head right over to my YouTube channel, which is Kim Daily, D-A-L-Y, kimdaily.tv. That's on YouTube. And I have over 400 videos with more new content coming out multiple times a week franchising, business ownership, mindset coaching, interviews with top performing franchisors and franchisees, so much free content. Get a little bit educated. If you like my coaching style and my personality, right there on the YouTube channel, there's all there's email addresses, there's direct links, there's all kinds of ways to go right to my contact form where then you can email me and we can schedule that initial introductory call. Nice. And before we go, any final words of wisdom you have for our audience? I'm Jerry. First, thank you for the opportunity to be your guest. I love the idea of talking about in a rut. Listen, you know, we, we, even as business owners, we find ourselves in ruts, right? Like it's the power of our goals that keep us pushing forward. And if I can be you know, an angel in your life to help you kind of lift your head from the moment you're in in your life and think about your future. And here's the thing, dare to believe that it's possible. I will share my story of being an average performing consultant for eight years and then becoming a history making consultant back in 2012. 
and multiple times breaking my own history, break, you know, level records over the last decade, I will teach you what I've learned in the trenches. I was a nutritional biochemist. I was not a business major in college. So I always say, if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. And I can teach you a lot of the things that I've learned. I always say, like, I'm not sharing my story, like, to brag. I'm sharing my story because it's my perspective that I can talk to with full integrity. And it, it, it can help you kind of make the correlation to what you're doing in your business to help you break free from that rut, to help you dare to believe that success, quality of life, freedom, control absolutely can be your way of life too. Awesome. Kim, it was great to have you on the show and I'm, I'm confident people are getting a lot out of this. Uh, again, thank you. Thank you. If you like everything you heard in this episode and you want more, go to the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 335. There you'll find links to the Daily Coach website, uh, more information about how you can hire Kim, and um, other episodes related to franchising and starting a business, like the interview that we mentioned with Irving Chung uh, just the previous week. Now, the best thing you could do right now to help this show is to share it with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. So if you're this far into the episode, hit the share button and send this to one or two or many people that you know. Tell them why you loved it. Hey, even send them a picture of you listening to this show and post it on your social media, that kind of thing. You know, tag me in it if you do. Uh, that way I can interact and engage. That'll be really fun. I've never really asked people to do that, but yeah. Send a selfie on social media, tag Beyond the Rut or tag Jerry Dugan, and I'll, I'll say hi. There we go. Uh, now, I'm glad you joined me this week. I look forward to joining you again next week. But until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showvian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.